This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. By the time you hear this, closing arguments will be finished in the murder trial of the three men who murdered Ahmaud Arbery, Travis and Greg McMichael and William Roddy Bryan. I want to tell you how I think closing arguments went, tell you what I think is going to happen from here, and try to unpack and explain something truly horrible that happened in court yesterday. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. If you've ever wanted to make your home feel safer, there's no better time than now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving Breakdown listeners early access to all their Black Friday deals, 50% off of their award-winning home security. We love Simply Safe because it has everything you need to make your home safe. Indoor and outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, and they're all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. You can easily customize a system for your home online in just minutes and even get free custom recommendations from Simply Safe. Take advantage of Simply Safe's early Black Friday deals and get 50% off of your new home security system simply by going to simplysafe.com slash break. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash break for 50% off of your entire system. Check it out. By the time you hear this, the jury in Brunswick, Georgia, deep in South Georgia, will begin their deliberations in the murder trial of the three men who brutally executed Ahmaud Arbery. And I don't know how to feel about the jury. We, we, have, we have been lucky, I guess is a good word, that this has been a great judge. He's been very, very good. He's been fair. And, and I mean, he's been fair to both sides. And that's all you can ask for and all, all you can ever hope for, particularly when you're, when you're deep in South Georgia. But the judge has been fair. You know, I, I said here on the breakdown that I thought the jury selection process was a disaster and caused me to lose a lot of confidence in the, in the prosecution themselves. But they have put on a good case. And they've been solid. The facts of this case are strong. The evidence in this case from the cell phone camera, the body camera footage, uh, eyewitnesses, police reports, handwritten reports, the actual ring camera footage, the actual evidence in this case is overwhelming. But I was deeply concerned that the prosecution would bungle it because I felt like they really bungled jury selection, and, and they did. 
but I, so I probably would have given the prosecution on a scale of one to 10 after jury selection, maybe like a two. And now I would probably give them not counting the jury selection, maybe a six or a seven. Uh, there's still a lot of things that could have been done better, but they've done well. The judge has been good. And now it's all in the hands of a nearly all-white jury in Brunswick, Georgia. And I'm deeply concerned, gravely concerned. I have no idea whether or not an all-white jury in this place has the capacity to convict three of their own. It's unprecedented in Georgia. It's unprecedented really um, in, in modern Georgia history. You may go all the way back and find the men that lynched James Byrd in 1997, I think James Byrd was lynched, or 98. Uh, and those those white supremacists were eventually convicted. But we're asking Georgia to do something that Georgia normally doesn't do. And um, I'm hopeful, of course, but uh, cautiously optimistic. And we won't know, um, I, I think, for a few days. Um, it's easy for us who support the family of Ahmad to say that this case is not complicated. But here's why I actually think the case is complicated. And I don't mean this to frighten you. It's a lot of, it's three people being charged, not one. They decided to charge them all in the same case. It's three people being charged and it's a a dozen different charges. And each charge for each person has to be considered individually. And I'm expecting the jury to have a lot of questions of the judge. I'm expecting them to want to look at the letter of the law. I'm expecting them to want to review some evidence. And if I was on the jury, so let me me put it this way. If I was on the jury, I would so badly want to get it right. I mean, me literally. If I was on the jury, I would not be able to just say, guilty, 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 like, No, no, I would have to review the letter of the law to make sure it's guilty on charge one, guilty on charge two, and it would take me a while. Uh, I I spend so much of my time every day reviewing uh, legal decisions and courtroom proceedings. It would take me a while to work through this. It would take me, at the very least, it would take me 24 hours or probably two or three days to work through it. And that's me. And you know how I feel about things. And so all we can do is wait and see. I, I, you know, we live in this fast paced culture where we move past news stories so quickly. Something truly despicable happened in court yesterday. I posted about it. Thankfully, it made mainstream news on some levels, but I want to talk about it here. The, the, one of the lead defense attorneys yesterday said and did something that was as gross as anything I have ever heard 
any attorney in court ever do. Um, I want to I want to unpack and explain it first. I'm going to play a clip from Laura Hogue. Laura Hogue, and this is her, and she knows that Ahmad's family, that his mother, who gave birth to this boy, she knows that Wanda Cooper Jones is in the courtroom and proceeds to say this nasty, let let me just play it for you. It's taken everything in me to, (laughs) it's not that she doesn't deserve any respect, but I'm trying to respect myself in this moment and not say anything that I'm going to regret next week or next year. Let me play the clip, and then I'll be right back to unpack and explain it. My God. Turning Ahmaud Arbery into a victim after the choices that he made does not reflect the reality of what brought Ahmaud Arbery to Satilla Shores in his khaki shorts with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails. Oh, man. You know, there, there's a famous phrase from Marvin Gaye. You know, it says, makes me want to holler and throw up both my hands. <laughs> like, my God. Yesterday, um, you know, I, I was listening and watching this. My kids are at school. I'm messaging with um, Ahmad's mother, messaging with civil rights attorney Lee Merritt throughout the courtroom proceedings. And when I heard Laura Hogue begin to be openly racist throughout her remarks, again, it's not that I was shocked. Again, we're in the deep South and, you know, I I said it, you know, on Instagram and everywhere else, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of years, white women have been fierce defenders, not only of white supremacy, the philosophy but fierce defenders of white supremacist men. And and so in that sense, no, it didn't surprise me. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt, that it wasn't infuriating and disgusting. And it disturbed Wanda Cooper Jones so much. A mother who has bravely sat in that courtroom day in and day out as they flash pictures and videos of her son being shot and killed and brutalized. To have her hear what you just heard was so low. All I can help at this point, all I can hope rather at this point is that that the jury heard it like we heard it and convict these three men. Listen, everybody, I've got to run. Love and appreciate all of you. I got to get back to not only covering this case, but uh, working with the family as well. Take care, everybody. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. 
what we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.